The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We are already in the month of August. Wow, what a season for the body of Christ. Finally, we are getting it. We are listening. We are listening, and we are now being sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Before I begin, let me read you one testimony from the Philippines because this kind of testimonials input are really encouraging me because sometimes talking over the microphone or I really am not comfortable in the live streaming for people seeing me live. I'm not comfortable, but I got comfortable in being uncomfortable. You understand, you understand what I'm saying? It's all for the glory of God. Amen. So let me uh, read one of the testimonials. My name is James. I just turned 22 years old. I'm from Antipolo Rizal, Philippines. With all my heart, I would like to let you know that we are avid listeners and that your teachings are extremely helpful through live streaming, radio broadcast, and YouTube. It really changed my life and honed me in being rooted and standing firmly in my faith. Indeed, the Holy Spirit speaks, and he never lose his voice, just like you said. God never changes. We listen to the broadcast always, and sometimes the Holy Spirit himself urges us to listen to the radio episodes and watch Sunday services live streaming. Please never get tired of skinning us alive. Did you hear that? Please never get tired of skinning us alive. We love it. Every time you preach us hard, it convicts us and leads us to repentance. Thank you. Thank you so much, and God bless you and Pastor Mike, your entire family, Sons of God, Ministries International, and Freedom Fellowship Church International. Mabuhay po kayo. It means to say, long live. So this kind of testimony is also the result of our expanding our outreaches through Sunday services, live streaming in the morning, through YouTube, Facebook, and of course, this radio broadcast. Letters like this encourage me. Being overseas on missions, crusades, pastor's conference, business schools, prophetic schools, you know, One life chains, one testimony, they never get old. And through our foreign missions, we have thousands of recorded salvations and hundreds of thousands more of lives chains empowered and witnessed or received their miracles and deliverance. And truly, we are maturing the body of Christ all over the world. We are part of that. What a privilege. For you, our radio listeners, 
with with what is going on right now, we are really trying to catch up with the move of God. And uh, it is such a um, supernatural, glorious experience to be in the smacking center of God's move. So for you, our radio listeners, it is high time for you to be active. Our instruction for the past several weeks now is a prophetic instruction from the Holy Spirit because of the season that we're in. It is, if you are serving, serve like you never served before. If you are part of those who are generous, sow like you never sow before. It is important for us. When you pray, pray continuously and do not stop praising God, okay? Praise like you never praised before. You need to be really active. God is on the move all over the world. I know that this broadcast has been a blessing to many of you. So consider partnering with us and sow financial seed. We need partners so that uh, we can uh, expand this radio broadcast nationwide, okay? So let us continue together. Let us continue to preach the gospel to and through every available means all over the world. It is a good seed to sow. Also, we are believing God for a permanent facility for this ministry. So, you know, if you're one of those that God has been tugging all these years, send your spare millions and spare thousands of dollars. It is a great seed. I don't want any of your coins or your chains, not unless they're made of gold. And I'm not going to sell barbecue chicken so that I can raise funds, okay? It's just not me. I don't have any time for that. But we are organizing a big fundraising event in which we're going to sell a lot. Furnitures, knickknacks, everything. And consider attending that and bring your cash, okay? Or a credit card. We're going to wait until the temperature is a little bit cooler. So this is not a garage sale, but a big fundraising event, okay? And it's an opportunity to meet uh, you, and you will meet with the team. So through this program, I will walk you and continue to walk you through walking and living in the supernatural, you can start from where you are at right now. First of all, we have to be persistent with God. If you want to hear from God, or if you have not been listening to Him, or have not sought Him out, not unless you're in deep trouble. Sometimes when we seek God, he does not answer right away the way we understand it. But keep in mind that he's faithful, he is merciful, he loves you, and he's never late. He's always on time. And he is always active, even behind the scenes. He is working. He's not going to talk to you sometimes. He's waiting for you to seek him out and to be persistent about it, right? So persistence is required in these days. You have to take a stand. Persistence is defined as a firm or obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. Persistence is one of the attributes of God and must be 
one of our attributes, born-again Christians. The Holy Spirit is persistent in bringing His blessings upon His people. He does not give up on us that easy. Okay? So we have to be persistent. Let us take an example in the New Testament in Luke chapter 18, verses 35 through 43. That is Luke chapter 18, verse 35 through verse 43. And I believe this is also in Mark chapter 10, starting with verse 46. It says, As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind beggar was sitting beside the road. When he heard the noise of a crowd going past, he asked what was happening. They told him that Jesus the Nazarene was going by. So he began shouting, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet, the people in front yelled at him. But he only shouted louder, son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard him, he stopped and ordered that man be brought to him. As the man came near, Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? Lord, he said, I want to see. And Jesus said, All right, receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Instantly, the man could see, and he followed Jesus, praising God. And all who saw it praised God too. That is persistence. God must be our absolute first to go to, either in good times or bad times. When we are blessed beyond measure, and when we are in deep trouble, we must seek Him first. Ask Him for the perfect will of God, and we need to be persistent in asking like blind Bartimaeus. What could he possibly lose by yelling? If he's not going to try, he'll continue to be blind, okay? But he persisted, and Jesus said, your faith, it means to say, your faith in me that I can restore your sight has made you whole, has healed you, has delivered you. And because of his persistence, He received his sight. So it is the will of God for every one of his children be blessed, be prosperous, to be in divine health. So what could you possibly lose by believing him and be persistent in taking a stand of all the promises and his plan and his perfect plan for you? There is nothing But you have so much, so much more to gain. So we have to be persistent with God. All right? We'll continue on this because uh, you are several weeks behind when it comes to the prophetic instruction. When we want to know God's will or wanted to hear from God, we must be persistent. Okay? So it is important for us not just to give up because, oh, we tried, we tried, but we just let things go. 
No, we have to take the stand and uh, keep in mind, it is not about you. It is not about your qualification. It's not about your resources, but what was released in your life. Okay. Just like if you read Second Kings, I believe it's chapter 8. This is about the prophecy that changed the economy of the whole nation in 24 hours. The nation of Israel is under siege. They were experiencing famine. There was a famine in the land that some of the mothers are even killing their children so that they can eat them. That's how worse it got. The food is very expensive. Everything is so expensive. And here is the prophet, Elisha, who had the audacity to release a prophecy that thus saith the Lord, that it it didn't come from him. Therefore, it came from God, right? He says, by the same time tomorrow, a sea of flour will be sold for a shekel in the gates of Samaria. It just boggled the mind. You will never understand it. And this is a one thing that you have to understand concerning prophecy. Okay? Not the people who operate in the gifts of prophecy, but those who hold the office of a prophet. Okay? Because it not only changed you, it changed an entire nation and it will affect generations, many generations, in other words. So here is, here is a prophet releasing this prophecy. Within 24 hours, things will change drastically. And remember, God will not share his glory, okay? And lo and behold, God used five lepers who are standing outside the gate of Samaria because they cannot mingle with people because of their illness. It's contagious, so they were at the bottom of the food chain. So they were talking, you know, and it's like, if we're going to sit here, we're going to die. So why don't we go to the enemy's camp, surrender? If they spare us for one day, then we'll live for another day and hoping that they will be fed. And if not, and said, we're going to die anyway, what could we possibly lose? Okay. Because I want whatever your situation right now, what could you possibly lose to believe God, to be persistent about things? And here is God. What he did is as soon as they went to the enemy's camp, God Almighty amplified their footsteps that their enemies heard hundreds of horses and chariots. And they fled. And they went to one tent. They ate. They took some gold. They took some raiments. And then they ate again. And then finally, one of them felt guilty, probably their ringleader, and said that what we're doing is not right. We have to share this. So we have to tell the king. And even those that are in the palace would not even believe what they were talking about. But they decided what could they possibly lose? So they send some soldiers to check it out, and soon enough, plunder all over, their enemies fled, and what? A sea of flour was sold for a shekel of silver, the gates of Samaria. 
There is one thing that we have to understand about our wonderful, wonderful God. He would not share his glory. So when every time a prophecy is released, it boggles the mind because there is no way that we can see things happening or it will manifest. So God used five lepers to turn around the economy of a whole nation. Because why? He watches his word that was released by prophet Elisha that within 24 hours, the economy will turn around. That's all it matters. And wherever you're at right now, that thus saith the Lord is what matters. You focus on that. And the more impossible the situation is, if you put your trust in him and you follow those simple instructions, he will act. He will move supernaturally. And that's what we need. You know, when the Lord um, had me release a prophecy about a political revival, I believe it's in 2014 or 2013, And at the same time, in 2005, on December 31st, Prophetic Gathering of the Saints, he had me released about a move in our government, and I cannot see it. I did not see it. But, but you know, I kept on releasing it until in 2016, in December 31st, 2015, the Lord had me released that the start of the political revival will start in 2016. I mean, the manifestation of it. And I don't know how things will happen, but God watches those words that were released because it is not anybody's reputation, but it is his reputation. And he will not share his glory. So the things that he has planned and purpose here on earth, in your own personal life, in your ministry, in your family, those that are his perfect will. Remember, he is a loving God and he loves you, okay? Nothing can separate you from his love, okay? I want you to focus on that. The more impossible the situation is, hang on to the Lord and he will move mightily because it is for his glory It's for your benefit and for the benefit of others. When God releases a prophetic words like that, it affects many people. It affects the entire nation and affects generations after generations. That's how big he is. That is his plan. And I'll tell you one thing. There is nothing that God has given you instruction that you cannot do. The Holy Spirit knows our capability or lack thereof. It's a simple like, trust me, do not fear, focus on me, do not compromise. And you follow those instructions to the letter because he is a holy God. Those are instructions that are so simple and easy and yet profoundly my life was spared 
And a lot of times I was given new uh, new beginnings, many beginnings and many chances and miracles. And not only that, I share that with others. I share it with the nations. I share it with the leaders of the world. And all I did is look upon him and follow the instruction. And you can do that too. You can do that too. You have to be persistent. You have to take a stand. And just like the five lepers, they didn't even know. They don't even know that they are part of this great move of God, that they're actually the primary that God brought about the manifestations of changing the economy of the whole nation. You ask an economist or someone in the financial arena on how the economy can turn around. It is a matter of years. So what happened there is nothing but miraculous or supernatural. It was a move of God. And what is happening in our country is not something that you will be able to grasp or understand. Just do your part and he will change things. Remember the prophecy that was released several months ago that for those that are faithful, his people that are faithful, and said their wealth will double up in a year. And look at the economy of United States of America is doing right now. So when the political revival start manifesting, the manifestation of the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence will also manifest in the body of Christ. And you are one of them. It is not too late for you to turn around and call on the Lord and say, Lord, I dare to believe you now and use me and bless me so that when, they, when people will see how blessed you are, they want to know your God. They wanted to hear what you had to say because you have fruits that you are showing. If everybody know that you were so sick and then you took your stand by the stripes of Jesus, you were healed 2,000 plus years ago, and you take that stand, no matter what everybody's telling you, no matter what, how your body feels, and you take the stand, and when it fully manifests, not only it is a blessing to you and your loved ones, but it is an inspiration to others. Then you can lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Let me pray for you. Holy Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you that you are touching the hearts and the minds of your people. I thank you, Father, for the manifestations of healing. I come against the spirit of death, and I lose and forth life in the name of Jesus. I come against all forms of cancer, all forms of diabetes, any liver problems, any skin condition. Lord, I thank you. I bind every pain in the name of Jesus, all kinds of pains in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for breakthrough, for deliverance for your people. And I thank you, Lord, that each and every one are given a measure of faith. Lord, help us. Help us if there's any unbelief in our hearts and in our minds. Help our unbelief. Holy Father, we thank you for your plan and purpose for the great state of Texas, for the entire United States of America. And even to your people, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for what you're doing. And I thank you that, that you are so faithful, even when there are times that we have been unfaithful to you. Holy Father, 
I thank you for cutting away. I prophesy for cutting away of any bad influences or relationships. I pull them down in the name of Jesus and I loosen forth. I loosen forth for the manifestations of God-ordained relationship, for healing and reconciliation in the family, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for new inventions, for the businesses, for the resources, for capitalization, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the resolution and the settlements in favor of your people for any litigations out there in the name of Jesus. Lord, I give you all the praise. I give you all the glory in Jesus' name. You can call me for the praise report or you can email me at sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. And God bless you for tuning in. Join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off IH10. And if you can't join in physically, you can tune in. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org. At exactly 11 o'clock Sunday morning, we are live streaming. And if you miss any of this broadcast, we are also on podcast. We are on YouTube and Facebook. So you don't have any excuse. You don't have an excuse. So let me hear from you. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.